Mike Golick Jr. Now it seems like everyone's got their oars and is rowing in the same direction in Green Bay, and that's a dangerous thing. Breaking down everything happening on the gridiron. Using a tenth of the creativity the colleges do, I think makes a more exciting brand of football. And other important topics. You were afforded a great deal more of whatever Reese's version of peanut butter is inside that thing when you rock with the holiday shapes, and then you just get that little coating of chocolate that kind of sends you down the path of flavor town. It's Gojo on Shin, Gabe, and Chewy. pleasure to have Mike Golick Jr. joining the show as he does each and every week during the football season. I'm a little surprised. I thought maybe he'd have a Halloween hangover, but Gojo, you're good to go, huh? Kind of like the hangover motto of the little bit of the hair of the dog. Like I still started my day with a couple of packs of peanut M&Ms, and so <laughs> I'm coasting through on this sugar high until I can find an appropriate time to come down. You know, Gojo, we have a full, well, now it's not full anymore, but this is a milk jug full of peanut M&Ms that our friend Homer got, and it is now, uh, what would you say, guys, about an eighth, an eighth of the way full? It was three yeah, quarters of the way yeah. full when we saw it Just last week. Just a couple week. handfuls left, that's it. We did decide, though, that this is a good vehicle for the peanut M&M's because if it's your jug, you know, you just pour it down the old gullet. You know, you don't have to touch the candy shells or anything like that. It it actually works out quite well. That's an incredible vessel for it. By the way, we're all in agreement. The peanut M&M, the superior M&M. Yeah, that's correct. uh, No. That is the correct take. We can move on. It's not. (laughs) We can move on. Uh, So we've been asking our loyal listeners this morning, Gojo, if they should be concerned about Von Miller going to the Rams. I said yesterday, after the Packers beat the Cardinals, that they were the team to beat in the NFC. And then the Rams went out and bolstered their defense. And now I'm not so sure that that statement from yesterday is still true. What say you? Uh, as far as the team to beat the NFC, I, I think it you know, provided the quarterbacks under center. That's the Dallas Cowboys. Like, for me, specifically there, I, I agree that Los Angeles situation just got very interesting. I mean, as someone put it, the amount of cumulative bend on that defense from these pass rushers is terrifying for every offense going up against them. And it was clearly done with a lot of the quarterbacks that we mentioned in mind, specifically Aaron Rodgers, Kyler Murray, the more mobile aspects of the NFC that they're going to see in the postseason. But I still look and say, all right, that Rams defense has given up a fair amount on the ground here despite all the gaudy sack numbers, the interception numbers. That's going to matter at some point with the offenses they're going against, specifically Green Bay, Dallas. I was talking to Dan Orlovsky who pointed that out this morning and I just look at Dallas when Dak Prescott is on the field and healthy as the most complete offense in this conference and they have a defense that's kind of operating by the standard that quite frankly the Rams are trying to get on board with which is we got to be timely and do just enough to keep giving our buzzsaw of an offense the football back. Mike why do the Chiefs look so flat and uninspired because I was it's the Packers next opponent and I was going to take the Chiefs because I thought this was just I don't know whatever Uh, but now I'm not so sure they just look like they don't look like the Chiefs were used to no I, I don't know what happened but this looks like a broken group specifically the wide receiver core like, for me, Tyreek Hill is the most unique weapon in that offense, but Travis Kelsey was always sort of the pulse in the middle. He was Mahomes' guy. He was the one that could, you know, turn and make that weird bowling ball catch in the middle of the field and turn up field and get, like, 15 yards. And 
he looks like a shell of himself right now. So I, I don't know how any of us are supposed to have confidence. I kind of said going into last night, this Chiefs team knew what its issues were, and you saw them addressed on the first drive. They came out, and they were taking everything underneath that the defense was giving them, and they were operating without having to try and push it downfield into all of these teams that are playing deep back and off the ball to try and take away the big play. And they just do not look like they have the ability as a wide receiver room specifically to stay active and involved enough to make this thing go. So I don't know how any of us are supposed to have confidence in the Chiefs. Like, I can tell you, I'd probably pick the Packers in that one, man. Like, this is a Chiefs team that has not done the requisite soul-searching to try and figure out what this next version of itself has to be. And when it starts where you can't really block people up front as consistently as you were used to in years past, especially in the past game, the whole foundation kind of cracks, and here we are. Go, Joe. About seven or eight years ago, I feel like you could have just gone, oh, the NFL trade deadline's today. Okay, who cares? Nothing's going to happen. But now it's more like Major League Baseball, the NBA, where big names are on the move. We see and have talked about Von Miller on the move yesterday, some other big trades that have happened throughout the course of the season. Why do you think NFL teams have philosophically changed about making and trading players, big-name players, in the middle of the year? Uh, I think you've got younger, more aggressive GMs that have kind of worked their way into the game now. Like you've got between that and I think we've even seen with, you know, new ownership. Like I I think of David Tepper, not necessarily as like a a representative sample, but more of like an idea of where we're going. Like you've got folks with new money coming in with aggressive ideas of how they operated in business who want to play football as more of the game we all like instead of the family business for a lot of these teams that want to run it very carefully and do everything by the books. Like we got a lot more people that are unafraid. Like, yeah, we see the job turnover can be pretty severe and pretty quick. And you might not get your three years fully if you're a coach or a GM. So a lot of these guys seem to just be saying, all right, bleep it. We'll try and make the absolute best team we can for right now. See the Los Angeles Rams. And then we'll worry about the future when the future arrives, if I even get to be a part of that. So I I think in a weird way, the circumstances around the NFL and the shorter tenures for some of the people making decisions have actually made them a little, you know, less risk averse in all of this. Yeah, we always talk about the margins between success and failure in the NFL being so slim. And so it does feel like there's this whole new group of guys who are saying, wait a minute, there's this other way that we can build our team that a lot of people are ignoring. Well, let me see if I can have some success there. Let me see if I can go out there and make some things happen there. Why not? Right. Like you're just you're trying to find any edge you can on your competition. Um, So Gojo getting a little pushback here from my friends and teammates. Uh, We put our Christmas tree up yesterday and my thought is I got to put away the pumpkin decorations. Right. Halloween is over, but I don't have turkey decorations. I don't have a bunch of like, you know, wooden turkeys that I can throw around the house. So I go straight to the Christmas decorations. I like to prolong the season as much as possible. It's cold here in Wisconsin. It's starting to feel a little like Christmas weather. Am I wrong? No, Jen, you actually have, I don't think, ever been more right about anything Thank in your life. Thank you very much. Oh, Thank God. you very much. You should see the face the Gabe is making right now. What do you, what's the matter, Gabe? You it's both are November insane. 2nd. You guys are insane. This is insanity. What are we doing? It is well, November. You know are you We're right doing with... exactly what Jen described, guys. Listen, you guys know this especially. I said this yesterday. If you're on the Northeast or in the Midwest, it is about to be cold and dark for a long time. 
winter is coming and not in the Game of Thrones sense here. And so what do I want to rely on? Like, does Thanksgiving decor, if that even exists, like Jen said, make anyone happy? No. But you know what does? Christmas lights. Red and green as colors. The entire thing is set up to give us a shot of happiness. And right now, if Christmas makes you happy, combat that seasonal affective disorder. Get seasonal depression out of here. Do whatever you need to do to be happy right now. I think Christmas season, quite honestly, should start November 2nd and should go till Valentine's Day. There it is. You you know what makes sense? This is what makes sense. A closet off of the family room where you do not have to touch the tree at all. You just put it in the closet, and when Christmas comes around, pull it because I hate putting That's up the Christmas really, tree really and great, decoration. It's a really great well, right? suggestion. But if you have a tall Christmas tree, like our Christmas tree is, I think it's 10 feet tall. Congrats. I don't have a closet <laughs> that big. I don't have a, I clearly have a room that big, but I don't have a closet that big. But it, it can be, I'm, <laughs> knock a hole in the drywall, it's not a big deal. Can't you take off at least the top of it? You've got a fake Christmas, because that's the other thing. If you are a real Christmas tree person, which you should be, no, by the way. No, 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 no. Spoken like oh. someone who never had to vacuum up the needles of a real Christmas tree yeah. as a child. Yeah, I did have to do that. And I still have to do that then now. Then why would you sign up for that as a grown-up? Because it makes my fiance we're gonna, happy. We're going to talk about this more. This is not <laughs> done. Gojo, uh, tonight is uh, college football playoff pickums. Who's your top four? Playoff pickum? What is it, a lottery scratch? <laughs> what are we doing? In the day and age that we've embraced sports gambling, but now it's a pickum. Like, Who's your top four? Football playoff pickum. All right. Uh, <laughs> In, in my pick and my top four here, where we sit right now, I'd probably say I'd end up with Georgia at number one, maybe the only clear and obvious answer in all of this. I'd go Michigan State at number two. I think that's Ooh. a big win this last weekend, undefeated in the Big Ten. I would go Cincinnati at number three, and then I would probably reward Oklahoma at number four, but I wouldn't feel great about it. You're so- undefeated in the Power Five. Your strength of resume, which – is the metric that the committee tends to love put you up that high, and then it would probably be Ohio State at five sitting on the right on the outside looking in. All right, tell me why Cincinnati is in, because that obviously is one of the big conversations surrounding this year's very first playoff rankings. Rankings. I like pick'em. Playoff pick'em. Playoff pick'em, baby. Playoff rankings. Uh, Cincinnati in or out? I've seen a lot of people that have them out. I've seen a lot of people that have them in. Give me your case for why they are in. Uh, they're in right now because I, I, I think so far this season they've got one of the best wins. They went on the road and beat a Notre Dame team that's in the top 10 of the AP poll right now, likely going to be in the top 10 of the college football playoff committee's ranking tonight. They scheduled Indiana out of conference. It's not their fault that Indiana ended up bottoming out so far this season. And so I say you combine all that with a defense that passes you know most any version of the eye test and say, all right, based on what they've done right now, I would have them in. The problem for them is going to be what happens after this because their remaining strength of schedule is 82nd. Their best opponent's probably going to be SMU, who they could see twice depending on how things shake out with the AAC championship game. But SMU just lost to Houston this last weekend. And so their ranking down the stretch is going to matter. And I think all of that, while you've got the Big Ten East basically ready to go to battle with each other for the next month, is going to make things pretty dicey for the Bearcats here down the stretch. Go, Joe, did you see Aaron Rodgers' costume from over the weekend? 
I did, and I loved it. Yeah, I was about to say, can you give it a grade? Because everybody here was waiting in anticipation since he said, yeah, partial, part of the reason he was growing out the hair was for a Halloween costume, and I thought he nailed it. Oh, he absolutely – listen, and I've been as critical of Aaron Rodgers' 2021 hairstyle as anyone here. Was blind, but now I see. Like, the, the flawless victory on the John Wick costume, and really what put it over the top. I was talking with Mina Kimes about this yesterday – was the dog like he involved the good boy in the picture and in the execution of this costume and we all know how central that is to the movie and so all that put together yeah i thought he nailed it this was if he was building this up for harvest i gotta give it an a plus that's my grade so are we gonna see him cleaned up against the chiefs i don't think he can clean up you're seven and one you've won seven games in a row you can't cut that <gasps> Whoa, hair and that's shave a that really beard. interesting oh, point wow. i never thought about it from that perspective i just assumed that once halloween was over it was gone. Yeah, you gotta, right. You got to keep it now as long as the streak's going. I think you got to keep the hair and you got to keep the facial hair. Gojo, you're superstitious, right? So you are you in agreement with Gabe? You got to keep the hair. You got to keep the facial hair? Absolutely. My best season at Notre Dame. Grew out a beard until we lost a game. Ended up growing it a really long time. Fully in agreement. Hair's got to stay. Hmm. What's another movie that the Rams clearly haven't seen the ending of? We've been asking uh, our listeners this morning because, of course, they use the Teddy KGB gif saying we're all in. And every single human being who's ever seen Rounders said, but he lost that hand. Did you not see the end of the movie? Did you just get up and leave and go get your milk duds and popcorn and miss how it ended? So Ashton threw out Titanic. They clearly haven't. Maybe they haven't seen the ending of Titanic. They think that Jack and Rose just go off and have a lovely family together somewhere in America. Uh, the Sixth Sense, they probably think Bruce Willis is a fantastic psychiatrist, right? He's just so good at his job. He's going to impact so many more kids going forward. What's another movie that they probably haven't seen the ending of? Ooh, another movie they haven't seen the ending of. I mean, I, I don't know if this has the same twist, and I don't know why this came to my mind necessarily right away, but maybe they haven't seen the end of Armageddon and they think the meteor won. <laughs> <laughs> That's possible. And I don't want to miss a thing. Harry, I love you. <laughs> maybe they think that Ben Affleck actually went up there and sacrificed it all to save humanity, and they have no idea what Harry Stamper for our country, nay, oh, our planet. That's a shame. That would be an absolute shame. He is Mike Golick Jr. He joins Jen, Gabe, and Chewy each and every week during the, oh, during the holiday season. That's right, during Don't the holiday it. season. Yeah, jingle buddy. bell, jingle bell, rock. Jingle bell. Yes, this is it. Gojo, we appreciate you, man. Have a great week. 